0: Welcome to the BetUS Soccer Channel, I'm Flash. Now, we are America's favourite sportsbook, so I'd like you to subscribe and also ring the bell, which means I'll notify you and you'll never miss any content. Again, if you like your odds, your props, your your offers and your bonuses, then type in betustv.com forward slash join. And when I say bonuses, we are crypto-friendly, so you will get a 200% bonus on sign-up. Can I see my little crypto-friendly badge, please? There he is. There he is. Now, this is AFCOM 2023 in 2024. We are now at the quarterfinal stage, which means there's eight teams remaining. Let me just run off those that are not remaining. Morocco, Senegal, Egypt, Tunisia, Algeria, and obviously Ghana. But with my guests, and one of them will have a massive smile, because Nigeria are here. But first of all, Kwaku Afari is with me, and both these boys are in the Ivory Coast, enjoying the good life, a chance of a lifetime, really. Um, but if they do a good job, then obviously they'll be back again in a few years' time. And uh, from Nigeria, it's Tony Aforke. Tony, how big's that smile? How big? This has this opened up for you. Ah uh, well,
1: I, I don't want to say we're the favourites, because I don't want to jinx anything. But yeah, it's good to be a Nigerian fan right now. We're in the quarterfinals, and a lot of the big teams that you were kind of expecting to play or try to avoid have all gone out. So yeah, this is as Nigeria look like the favourites right now. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it, but it looks that way. So let's see what happens on Friday. Two more wins, and then you're one win, then you're 90 minutes away from glory, or 120 minutes away. So
0: who knows? Yeah, we're gonna have a don't new uh, flash a new champion.
2: Do, do. Do not let the, the, the tough exterior fool you. He is nervous. Flash, is nervous. Oh, of, nervous course. Right
0: of course. Of <laughs> course. But yeah, i tell you what. Never. You've got to be in it to win it, though. You've got to be in it to win it. Quaco talked to me about these late goals, though, because I went with a few draws, and I always do this in every single tournament. I'm getting done in the 90th minute. I'm getting done in the 98th minute. Some of these teams, is it nerves, or is it just the other team? It's like their desperation. Because if it's 1-0 with, like, 10 minutes to go, just bet the other team to score or just come up with a draw? 100%. I don't know what it is. It's a, it's a recent phenomenon. It's not just this tournament,
2: it happens in the Premier League as well. So the late goals. Something to do with that added on time, I believe, in terms of it extends games, it gives teams an impetus. If it's the 80th minute, you know, if there's been a stoppage, that's actually another 10 minutes on top of it. And teams go and go and go until the final whistle. And so if you've got money on there, you are biting your nails up until the final whistle. But I think. The, the late goals as well is, it speaks to the tournament and how much it means to some of these teams and some of these players. Um, we see underdogs prevail in the last eight of the of this competition. We've got eight teams that weren't there the last time. It's a completely different quarterfinal lineup. So teams are desperate. Teams want it, and as a result, that teams are scoring late.
0: Yeah, listen, and I'll tell you what we've got to love. We've got to love the fact that the winners of some of the groups have gone home and teams that finished in third are now in it, including the host nation, Ivory Coast. And and that's brilliant for the tournament, though, Tony.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's what AFCON's about, especially this one. We've seen history of teams like Namibia winning in the group stage, and we've seen... A history where uh, to the last AFCON, none of the quarter-finalists that made it are in the quarter-final now. Like, it's absolutely insane. It just shows the growth of this tournament and how crazy this tournament. We did say in the pre-show that this was going to be a crazy AFCON, but um, right now it's looking crazy and looking good for Nigeria.
0: Plus 600 favourites, Senegal, tells you everything you need to know about how wide open this tournament was. Now, listen, I want you to uh, get yourselves into the chat because I know that you're knowledgeable. Foxy's had a great tournament in writing. I don't know if he's followed that through with his bets uh, because he did say that there'll be shocks incoming and we've had them a plenty. OK, let's uh, kick off with the first game of four, quarterfinal stage. Nigeria versus Angola. Nigeria minus 145. Angola plus 500. The under over is straight away. Juice to the under at 2. And the draw is at plus 230. Uh, Kweku, I I have to go with a draw just because it's quarterfinal stage. There's so much at stake. And it's team A, team B. I've got to take Nigeria and Angola out of the equation.
2: Yeah, I understand that, and that makes sense. That's a rational choice, especially as these games get tighter. We said it before the Round 16, these games get tight and teams are not as free-scoring as they were. We saw a record-breaking group stages in terms of goals up until Match Week 3 or Match Game 3, but in the, in the knockouts, it gets tighter and there's only been a few games that have been decided by multiple goals. One of those games, though, was Angola. They did look supreme in the win against the mid It was a, a lively game. Both teams saw red. And so they will be coming to this game confident, but Nigeria favourites for me and that's why I've gone with Nigeria Moneyline.
0: Oh, step up in quality for the opposition of Angola. Nigeria, we said prior to the tournament that they're all about goals. To be fair to them, They've not been all about goals. They've just been about survival, Tony.
1: Uh, I wouldn't class it as survival. I was talking about getting the job done, in a sense. It That's the run, same thing. Forward, Nigeria. It's just, <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, you can get the job done without looking, like, looking at it being surviving. Do you know what I mean? I think there's ways yeah, to do yeah. it. And there's there's just things that happen in a tournament where if you do your job, normally sometimes the tournament, the tournament does something for you. And with... The things that are going on with Senegal going out, Morocco going out, Egypt going out, it's just put Nigeria in a good situation. And when you've asked questions of Nigeria, this AFCON, they have answered. Whether it's by one goal or maybe two, they've answered every single question. We answered, can they do something against Ivory Coast? They weren't only going to do that. We answered, can they finish the next game? Even though they didn't top the group, they still won that game. And we asked them of Cameroon, and they looked comfortable throughout that game. So right now, I'm going to ask one more from Angola, and I feel like it's just Nigeria moneyline. money line. From my head perspective, it actually looks like Nigeria money line. Obviously, from my heart, you can see me in my little Nigeria track tracksuit. But I feel like, logically, Nigeria have just been really good this tournament. And they had their bad game, which was the first one against Equatorial Guinea, and they've got that out of their system, and they're just getting through games. So I feel like, regardless of if the team of Angola looks better on the ball, because Nigeria haven't really kept the ball that much, but ever since they've changed their formation, they've been getting the job done. So I'm definitely going for a Nigeria money line here.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you go Nigeria at minus 145 to win the game. Surely Angola just to score is plus 100. I mean, I've got this game at 1-1. If Nigeria go and get a second, fair enough. But it's a draw. I cannot split them only because I know what's at stake. Maybe Nigeria come up trumps with a little bit of quality in the final third. Uh, Let's have a little look at the official picks. Let's have a little look. Foxy. Can Angola take Nigeria to extra time? Well, as you can see, I think so. Draw plus 230, but I'm just going to, I always go with that anyway. Uh, Nigeria money line for the two lads. Uh, one with his heart, and the other one must be with his head because his heart is never going anywhere near Nigeria money line at minus 145. Just a quick one while we stay on this one. Uh, Quaker, are you sitting there a little bit quieter than if like Angola go 1 nil up? Are you sniggering inside? Or are you feeling the pain of your friend? do you know what i'm a nice guy flash
2: and if it was lies yeah, from- lies tony i gave him a chance to be
0: honest <laughs> nah. i gave him a honest, chance yeah. to let's, be honest let's, let's hear him lie um
2: if got Garner- <laughs> in this situation i know that tony wouldn't be rooting for ghana but he is my friend and nigeria being in the tournament makes the great narrative and so it i would does. like to see nigeria make it all the way to the final um and possibly oh. take on the host who knows um and for me that would be great and then to see them possibly crumble when it means the most and matters the most in the final will make the whole trip absolutely sweet.
0: Yeah, no, if Nigeria do win, Tony, no shoes on the bed. No jumping around on the <laughs> bed. Okay, uh, let's move on ah. to game number two. Uh, DR Congo at plus 160. Uh, hosting Guinea at plus 210. Can't split these. That's why the draw is at plus 180. Uh, and Listen, we thought that the goal line set at two was going to be stingy. This one is set at point, uh, 1.75 or one. Uh, sorry, 1.5 at one and a half. But if you want to go with just one goal in this game, it's plus 145. I had this game down as a nil-nil or under. Let's have a little look. Uh, Tony, you go first here because I'm thinking to myself that Congo are strong, Guinea are organized. Two tough teams to break down
1: yeah i can't split these two teams what i've seen of dr congo this season is they're a strong side but they still haven't won a game like at the end of the day it's penalties or it's draws so they still haven't won in 90 minutes so i really don't know about this dr congo side and with guinea as well guinea were good against equatorial guinea but they were down to 10 men so i just can't split i think like this is just an extra time and one game one uh, country is just going to out outdo the other because I really can't split these two sides they've shown I, I, I expected more of Kinning this um, AFCON to be fair but with DR Congo I, I'm surprised I think the fact that they got to the quarterfinal and they've just been hanging on there and it was a good even though it was a 10-man Egypt it was a good way to beat them on penalties the fact that they got to the quarterfinal even though we did uh, Kweku did speak to Johan Wieser and did say they're looking to go all the way but they still haven't really shown me that they're a team that can do that in 90 minutes fair enough if they can go to penalties every single game. I feel like they're the team that's going to go for penalties. And I feel like Guinea in this situation is going to come into this game, not trying to go into penalties. I feel like they're they're going to be a team that's going to try and win it in 90 minutes, but I just don't think they have the firepower to do that to this DR Congo side.
0: Yeah. It's one of those though, that they are in the quarterfinals. They are only two games away from the final. So again, I think Guinea, I think that low line block break us down if you can, and maybe we'll try and hit you on the break. Um, Minus 120 for draw half-time. Got to be nil-nil Quaker at half-time this game, isn't it?
2: It's going to be so difficult to split these two teams. I think we're all on the same page here, really. Um, it's hard to pick one out of these two. They've both had, in different tournaments and stages, DR Congo, like Tony Wright, touched on having won a game. Guinea have maybe exceeded expectations. When you think their star man is Serhu Garassi, the up. He's having an incredible season uh, in the Bundesliga. He's got 17 goals in 14 games. He's been in and out of the side. He's not been starting every game. And we expected him to be one of their key players when it came to Afghan. So the fact they made it to the quarterfinals, the final eight, without him in the starting lineup consi- uh, consistently, it speaks to the the steely determination of the Guinea team um, to kind of get to this stage. I do think that Grass is going to have a bigger part to play against Congo. Whether that can lead them to victory remains to be seen. I'm sat on the fence here and that's why I've gone for a draw.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it looks like a 1-1 just because if Congo score, like they have done in a few games, they then sit back. And Guinea have to – listen, it's one of those. You have to put everything into that survival. And 1-1, nil-nil. Nil-nil at halftime is minus 120, so it's even pushing you towards that. But it's going to be great. And you know why it's going to be great? It's because of the nerves. The nerves are going to be – this is not going to be no spectacular. This is going to be one of those where one of the teams, after 120 minutes – And this is also a game where I would like to maybe bet both teams to win on penalties because it's plus 800 for Congo to win on penalties, plus 800 for Guinea to win on penalties. I love it. Draw after 120 minutes and then sit back and not care because you're still going to pick up uh, the best part of uh, six units. So let's have a little look at the official picks. And this is great. Look at that. Draw, draw, draw. Plus 180. There's three units. Jonathan Nelson says, this one has draw written all over it. Funnily enough, my graphic has draw written all over it. Let's move on. Wow. What a game this is. A lot of people I know actually went for Marley to be crowned champions uh, in two weeks' time. Plus 260 against the host Ivory Coast at plus 120. A lot of people didn't think Ivory Coast were even going to get out their group. Results went their way. Uh, The draw is at plus 200, and the under over again is set at two, with the favourite being the under, at minus 125. Again, I cannot split these. Mali are absolutely great, but Ivory Coast, home crowd behind them, Kwaku. It's one of those where you're thinking, do they go again?
2: Yeah, it's, it's so interesting, because Mali, I've gone under the radar maybe in this tournament, yeah. but there, there were so many people's dark horses, and they, they had the definition of doing your job, getting the job done, whether it's in the first game, which could have been a tough banana skin against South Africa, um, winning that 2-0, and we've seen what South Africa have gone on to do, and they are a dangerous team in this competition. The fact that Marley's just gone on and obviously they, they drew their last two games, but they knew that the win on the first match, they meant they were basically through anyway, and they just go, go through, one the last game, 2-1 in the round 16. They're a team to be feared. They're a team to watch out for because they're a serious, serious outfit. Yeah. Ivory Coast are an interesting phenomenon, though, because, like you say, they were on the brink of elimination, losing 4-0 against Equatorial Guinea in their final group game they thought it was over there was gonna be mutinied the place had to get escorted off the pitches but things went their way and flash i can't lie to you being over here in abidjan it feels like there's a sense of destiny with this ivory coast team that it's a weird feeling there's they've got haven't got a manager the manager was let, let go uh after the final group game but you can tell the fans are willing them on and for me that's as good as a goal having the fans behind you and you've seen that in the team I picked and I think that ivory coast with the fans behind them with, with that guaranteed goal already that I think you get when you're playing at home, I think Ivory Coast win this one the plus
0: 1.5. Wow, Marley are there to spoil the party, Tony, but Ivory Coast, amazing how things turn around. They weren't expected to get through the group stage after the third game to the extent that they, they fired the bullet too early, or did they?
1: I don't know if Ivory Coast, as you said, being out here, there is a sense of destiny but I've just not seen it on the pitch I think it's more on off the pitch I think against Senegal fair enough they got Senegal out of the defending champions and and they did well for that but I feel like other than that penalty Ivory Coast didn't show me much of that game they changed their midfield they brought in Seri and I just didn't see much and I don't think Ivory Coast offered that much forward I think other than their game against Guinea-Bissau which was the first game they've not really offered anything forward they didn't do it against Equatorial Guinea and they didn't do it against Nigeria either So. Fair enough. I'm very happy for the people of Ivory Coast, and they're in a the quarterfinal now, so who knows? But it's a matter of, I've not seen anything different from what you've done in the first game, and that's not been good enough for half decent teams. Guinea-Bissau were a team that lost all three games, and every team they've gone up against, they just really haven't been better than. And as we uh, said earlier, Mali are a good side. They're a side that's been getting the job done, even though Burkina Faso did get um did uh, get their goal back and then disallowed one nearly at the end I think Mali have been getting the job done however because of this sense of destiny I've gone for both teams to score just because I feel like Ivory Coast will score I feel like the 12th man once again will help Ivory Coast in this situation but I really don't think that it it can get two goals past Mali I really don't think they can do that I think it can get one and just maybe even if it's a consolation so I've gone for both teams to score here because I do expect Mali to win
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, Mali are massive at plus 260. Both teams to score is going to probably be, I mean, again, I've got to look at it as a 1 1 draw because the thing is with the Ivory Coast and and we've got to cheer them on because it's we, we like Marley because they're strong and they do the job on the pitch but the whole ambiance the whole atmosphere of the nation for you out on the streets we need ivory coast to go i mean imagine having them in the final it's going to be a, it's going to be an experience that you boys are never ever ever going to forget but again i've got to go as i always do with uh, the draw, let's have a little look at the official picks. So we've got Ivory Coast and over one and a half goals, at plus 210. Uh, remember, they're plus 170 to score twice. Both teams score. At plus 125 brings in my 1-1. Because um, I've gone with a draw at plus 200. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to penalties. If it does, then the Ivory Coast may well have the edge because of the crowd. Or does the crowd get a little bit too much and the old shakes start uh, happening? Let's move on to game number four. There they are, everyone's favourite team uh, outside of their host nation. It's Cape Verde at plus 160. Our favourites over South Africa, who are plus 210. South Africa put out the current favourites in Morocco. Kept a clean sheet, got a bit of luck along the way. But South Africa are one of them sides that are just hanging around and doing the job when it's needed. Again, again, under two goals at minus 130. The draw is at 187. Uh, Tony, This is another game where you're a brave man if you want to split these two.
1: Yeah, 100% Flash. I can't split these two. Even though I saw South Africa hold their own against Morocco and go on to win the good game, and especially with that free kick late on, I just can't see them doing that against Cape Verde. I'm not sure whether it's going to be two teams that are in the quarterfinals thinking, hold on, we've got a chance here if we win this game, and two teams that they can expect that can actually beat each, beat each other. So I think they're just going to cancel each other out here because I don't think any of them, that they've got that thing and now we're in the quarterfinal if we imagine if Cape Verde or South Africa get into the semifinals I don't think anyone had them in their semifinals so both have got a chance and I feel like both teams are going to go into that game trying not to lose and it's just going to be one of those situations is who can survive out survive out survive the other because at the end of the day this is just two sides that I just can't split between because I've seen good things from both of them I've seen goals from South Africa I've seen goals from Cape Verde as well I think we saw the best goal in the tournament from Cape Verde But I've seen South uh, South Africa score a lot of goals as well. So I just can't split these two. But I just know this game will not be done in 90 minutes.
0: Yeah, Normie. I'm happy to go with both teams not to score. Uh, And basically Cape Verde not to score. Plus 175. South Africa not to score. Plus 150. You could basically do that. Uh, You take the draw at plus 187. You're going to make money if one of them wins one nil. Uh, Kweku, brave man, brave man says who wins this game. Although I will be cheering on Cape Verde, but maybe on penalties because again they're plus eight hundred for either of these sides to win on pens. Yeah, it's it's so difficult to split them, and I I
2: don't know. I have a, a slight affinity for South Africa going into this one just because I was watching the game um, when they played against Morocco and they just. They just had the desire and they had the bite. And if you look at how they started this tournament, losing 2-0 against Mali, no one would have said that South Africa would be in the, in the last eight of this competition. Um, I think they put people on notice with the 4-0 win over Namibia, who we saw would get good results in the competition. But South Africa have just got this steely determination. And the whole game against Morocco, who are supposed to play the best football at this tournament, they, they wanted it more. There was more desire. There was a sense that we're not going... to. To lose this game, I know Rocco missed a penalty. Hashafahimi skied it or hit the bar, and it went over. But South Africa just have the steed determination going into this one that I believe in. And Cape Verde, they're fun. They're everybody's favourite team. They've played loose initially the competition. They've kind of brought it back down now is that it was an official win against Mauritania, an official 1-0 win. They expect them to win that game. But I just think that South Africa is going to be able to frustrate them and it's not going to go the way that everybody hopes it goes, which I'm sure is Cape Verde's way. But I think it's going to be very, very tight. I can't split them and I've gone for a draw as well.
0: Yeah, the the big problem I have here in my mind is, please, Cape Verde, don't start looking around and realizing exactly what you're achieving. Just keep going and doing. Just keep going, keep running forward as if someone's chasing you. Don't look back. Just keep doing what you're doing, because I wonder if the occasion may get to them, if they start realizing, oh, it's like we're in the quarterfinals, win here, we're in the semifinals. But, uh, they've just got to keep doing what they do. It's almost like. Be be instinctive. Don't be deliberate. As soon as you become deliberate, everything slows down and you give the, your opposition uh, an opportunity. Uh, let's have a little look at the official picks. Vanster's like, Cape Verde, brother. Yeah, we're all cheering you on, Vanster. Uh, but, first of all, we don't mind if you win in the 99th minute or the 9th minute of uh, extra time because we've... Look at them. Draws. So, basically, we've gone for... All of us have gone for draw in DR Congo, Guinea. And all of us have gone for draw. Cape Verde, South Africa. So maybe a bit sweaty for you, Vanster. Uh, but if we win on penalties or we win the extra time, everyone's a winner. Now Now's the time for a QA. and a If you've got anything you want to ask us, then now's the time to type it in. While well, I ask you and I remind you uh, to subscribe to our BetUS Soccer channel and also ring the bell, which means I'll notify you and you'll never miss any content again. Excuse me. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, we have the uh, Premier League. And... And we have La Liga, Bundesliga and Serie A over the next few days. And we're only a couple of weeks away from the Champions League and the Europa League. Now, if you like your odds, your props and any bonuses, then type in betustv.com forward slash join. And when I say uh, bonuses, we are crypto friendly. There's my little blue badge, crypto friendly. So basically you will get a 200 percent bonus when you join uh, through that crypto channel, okay? There's a link in the description, so make sure you press that and, uh, and just basically enjoy it. No uh, producer, no questions. He loves no questions, my producer. Uh, let's have a little look at the best bets. Here we go, Kwaku's gone for Nigeria, as has Tony at minus 145. I've gone for the draw at plus 230. In fact, I've gone for all four games ending in a draw. I just need two of them uh, to make money. Uh, That's including Congo Guinea, Ivory Coast Mali, and Cape Verde South Africa. Uh, And that gets... Draw at plus 187. Uh, Kwaku's also gone with a draw. uh, DR Congo and Guinea at plus 180. Ivory Coast and over one and a half at plus 210. Ivory Coast to score twice is around plus 173. Cape Verde, South Africa. Draw at plus 187 as well for Kwaku. Tony, DR Congo and Guinea. Draw at plus 180. Cape Verde, South Africa. Draw at plus 187. And in the middle there, Mali, Ivory Coast, just both teams to score at plus 125, meaning we get cashed at 1 1. Uh, really looking forward to it. Vanster. Angola will win over Nigeria, Vanster says. And basically, Vanster says, make sure to tell Tony. He can read, Vanster. He can read. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, Kwaku, keep smiling. Listen, just be there. Just be there, just to give him comfort. But both sides. If he wins, give him comfort. If he loses, give him comfort. Okay. But from everyone at BetUS, we are cheering you on, Tony. We're cheering on Nigeria because obviously uh, Nigeria and the Ivory Coast and Cape Verde. Oh, my God. It's just going to be an unbelievable semi final, which you can join uh, and enjoy with us next week. So, Kwaku, have a great weekend. Tony, we're with you, man. We're with you. Hey. All right.
1: Hey, I appreciate it.
0: Uh, And remember, remember to party while you're there. Don't let the days go by. Enjoy. Uh, From everyone at BetUS, may all your bets be winners. AFCON 2023 quarterfinal stage is upon us. Let the nerves begin. You take care.